you're listening to MOD Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, I'm going to title this Life is Hard or Life is All About the Grind if you're more, um, well, I say dog life. But anyway, what I want to explain today is basically the concept that nothing is easy and we're going to see how that fits into the context of um, Christianity and all that. Now, Every area of life require, that requires success requires hard work and hardship, some form of hardship. Think about it. Like, if you want to start with something like money, for example, to make money, you'll actually find out that if you want to make money that you're proud of, money you're happy with. Okay, let's even start with money in general, right? You're told what? Go to school, get very good grades so that you can get a good job, right? Now, many people have found out that it doesn't work like that. But the point is that you will pay a price to get a decent paying job. I won't even say decent. I'm talking about maybe 60,000, 50,000 naira, right? Maybe in dollars, that's less than $100, right? On what we call entry level. Yeah, I think entry level is still about 60,000. That's roughly $120, $150. Entry level, just imagine that. And you have to go through like school, do all that work and everything. And even like doctors, for example, doctors are not faring far better. I mean, doctors, you probably get paid 100,000, 120, and all that. Today, bankers, that's the entry level salary for many of them 120, 150, you know, that kind of even 100, I want to say even 80,000. Like you would struggle so much just to make that amount of money. Now, let's not even get to the people that don't even go to school, right? I'm talking about the ones who do low-income jobs, you know, the the local, you know, people. When I say that, I mean, they don't go to school, they're not educated, low-paying jobs, and they still work very hard. You see a woman who sells, for example, granite or whatever, she would spend so much time. I mean, if you look at the the grind you realize that just to make money just to survive can be so hard now if a person now says okay i want to come out of the rat race i want to you know do better for myself and everything he has to pay an even harder or more intense price mentally he has to read he has to study he has to think you know he has to acquire knowledge he has to be disciplined there's so many things that he has to do just so he can make money there are books that you read when you read books of billionaires for example you will understand why they are billionaires they are not billionaires because they don't they are billionaires because they don't think on the same level as you do they think on a much higher level when it comes to finances a much much higher level and that's why they are rewarded with the kind of money they're rewarded with yes if you want to look at someone like jay bezos and look at the company has built you cannot match that guy's work ethic you can't <laughs> you see that so in money finances you require so much effort, so much work, so much strain to succeed, actually, to be above the average person in that area. You see that? Now, let's move on to another area that we are familiar with, okay? Let's look at body. Yeah, the body, okay? So, the average person would desire a body like, will I say, Brad Pitt for us who are old school, or if you're new school, maybe Denzel Washington sword, or like, or all these other guys, you get my point. You would want, or for ladies, you'd want the, will I say, Kardashian body. And, you know, you admire such bodies at how well-toned they are, how, you know, lean, muscular they are and everything. 
But then the question is, are you willing to put the work in? Because it is countless hours in the gym. It is changing your diets. You can't eat this. You can't eat that. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, working out very intensely. Like, such people have to lift up to such a high standard just so they can maintain. And here's the word, maintain. First of all, there's the word to, okay, to even get the body in the first place, then to maintain it. The same thing in money. There's such a price to pay to get it. Then there's a price to pay also to maintain it. There's so much involved, so much rigorous activity and discipline. You know, when we were younger, we just thought life was a breeze. Like, we didn't understand what life was. And, you know, the thing about life is that while you're still doing this, life will still be hitting you left, right, center. In some cases, you're trying to make money, you lose your job. You know, you're trying to do this. An accident happens. So many things are coming. That's just life. You're going, it's like you're swimming against the current. It is hard that way. I'd love to believe that it's because of the sin of man, that God didn't design the world to be this hard. You get, but that's the world we find ourselves in. Bible says, "No one man sin that the one dead by sin, dead person all men for all have sinned." So we're all bound under sin. The world has been changed. There's something about this world that is not the way it should be, and so we are swimming against the current. We are working so hard, busting our heads off just to do things right. If you want to enter into academics, right, think of your academics. How was it? It was it easy for you to succeed in that area? Was it easy? If you think about it, the answer is no, right. Of course, if you belong to the gang that has the brain of Einstein, God bless you. But many people struggled. I know as a student in secondary school, I struggled with math. I struggled with math <laughs> to the point I actually thought I wasn't going to graduate. I thought I was going to repeat the class. So I had to put in more effort into my math. I had to get a lesson teacher. I had to pay more attention. I had to work so much math. At night when people were sleeping, I was working mathematics. And that's how I eventually succeeded in math and passed it and did not fail in my WIAC or WASI. But the point is that there was so much work I put in just for that. I remember talking to a said that I was about to graduate and I asked them, I said, who is going to be a valedictorian? And everyone just pointed to one guy. And I asked them, why is he going to be a valedictorian? They said, no one can beat his work ethic. No one can, no one reads more than this guy. Nobody studies the way this guy studies. Nobody puts in the work that this guy puts in. So life is like that, that you get out of life what you put in. That's just how life is. You see that? Whether it's your academics or your finances or even relationships, right? Relationships require time. I'm not talking about uh, you know, man and woman. I'm talking about general relationships, right? There are people who have zero relationships with people and there are those who have very good relationships with people all over the place. It requires time, it requires effort, it requires discipline, it requires consistency to call people, to check on, upon them, to maintain relationships and all that stuff. So my point is that life is not easy. Anyone who told that life was easy lied to you or you would have found out the hard way that life is not easy. What parents can only do is that they can try to shield you from some of those harsh realities so you can get up to the point where you yourself are personally responsible and have built enough grit to face life. And sometimes they don't even accomplish that assignment before you start facing life. Sometimes parents die, you know, you don't meet your parents and you are exposed to life at a very young age. But, you know, in all these areas, you see people who have actually gone swarm against the current and they have actually bitten the bullet and they have succeeded with tears with strain check every entrepreneur any of them who is running business or whatever they have tears behind their story 
you get there's so much effort put in so much and many of them let me even say this many of them make sacrifices to succeed in those areas they sacrifice some of them their marriages some of them their families <laughs> some of them literally sacrifice people you know for illegal illicit means that is to succeed at all costs they go hard at it they do everything possible some of them don't sleep for days just to ensure that they deliver just to ensure that they actually don't swim under the current that they are they are you know successful this is the price it takes and all of them these are the things that must happen you must if you want to succeed in any area you must have knowledge so you see that whichever is gymming as you are you say you want to live with and get the nicer but you have to go and learn okay what does carrying this weight do what does this other one do what uh, workout plan can i do on the go if i can't go to the gym what can i do there's just so many questions to ask on how to get it so you must get knowledge same thing with finances there are, you must read many books you must have you know mentors either personal or from afar there are just so many things you must do you get if it's as a student you want a first class you must also get knowledge you have to ask questions how what's the best study habit what's my best study time you understand you don't know something you meet your lecturer you meet your teacher you know you comb through textbooks and all that stuff you are always prepared right and that thing is that they are disciplined people who um, want to succeed in life are very disciplined discipline means to delay gratification to be able to say no to something or yes to something it is to subject yourself to the demands of the goal at hand in other words this requires this this if I want to lose weight for example I don't have a good body it requires I stop eating certain food it requires I eat this amount of food it requires I exercise it requires that so I'm disciplined I get the knowledge then I apply it in discipline I, I say no to many things so I can say yes to a few things that will make the difference over time, right? And such people are also consistent. In other words, they continue and they don't stop. It is consistency. You want to lose weight. You want to, um, you know, make money. You want to. It's not something you just do today and then you slump tomorrow. No, it's something you do every day consistently. You know, to working towards your goals an everyday process. When you know the knowledge, you know the price to pay. You you now begin to work at it every day consistently. Are disciplined right everyone sets goals in this area so, okay this is what i want to achieve you set a goal and you pursue it so that's the price there's always a price to pay for success in every area of life every endeavor life is just hard that's just the reality you can't as i said there are some things maybe if you're privileged to have come from a very wealthy home or family the point is that even you being covered from the hardship of financial issues is because your parents or your grandparents have paid the price someone somewhere paid the price for you to enjoy the life you are living now the thing about it is where we're going is christianity because many people get into christianity and this concept or idea is flipped on its head we follow the whole Ephesians 2 verse 8 for we are saved by grace through faith and not ourselves the gift of God verse 9 none of works let any man should boast so we say yes we are saved by grace through faith so God has done everything we don't have to do anything and you know I've heard that statement and that statement yes is true in the sense of your salvation what has been purchased for you is he has done everything you have to do nothing. However, <laughs> we skip the next verse because the next verse says, For we are his workmanship, okay? Created in Christ unto what? Good works. I seen which God has before ordained that we should what? Walk in them. In other words, we are saved by grace to work. I seen that there's works that is expected of us. We're not, we don't bring our performance to God to get saved. 
right? It's the gift of God. No one can boast about that. But he now walks in us and he sets us apart onto good works. In other words, there are things that we will do. There's things that he has done, but as a result of what he has done and given us his life, his nature and everything, there are things that we will now have to do. So I want to say this, you know, that if we look at the, you know, the logical procession that we followed about how life is in every area, how it requires what? Knowledge. It requires discipline. It requires consistency. It requires, you know, planning. And maybe I should add that it requires networks okay, or networking. In other words, I explained that part of the knowledge, you go after knowledge, part of that means you have to find mentors, tutors, governors, people that will help you on your journey, people who have been there before you that will let you know this is how it should go and all that. So it requires all that. Now, people come to Christianity and they just forget or they believe that it should not apply to Christianity, that hard work does not apply to being a Christian, that grinding does not apply to be a Christian. Why? Because I'm saved by grace. So everything's by grace. Everything is easy. Everything is free. But that's not true. That's not true. Life is still life. And if you have to succeed, if ordinary academics, you have to spend so much time, put so much value, follow the path of, you know, most resistance just to succeed. Why do we think that when it comes to our um, spiritual life, that it's just going to be a, a, you know, what we call a downhill task, not an uphill task? We just think it's going to be, yeah, 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 it's not a big deal, no biggie. I just, you know, I mean, is it not just to pray? I'll just pray five minutes, you know, and, uh, and it's okay. I'll just um, read my Bible two minutes. You know, if you think about many Christians complain about how they don't succeed spiritually. But if you look at the effort they put into other areas of their life versus the effort they put into their spiritual life, you can tell why. I mean, you won't say because you tried to make money and it didn't work out at the first, second, or third time. You now say, ah, I'll stop. I'll just be broke and everything. No, people will push. They, they run. Like, <laughs> you see the value they place on money and they go for it. Like, they push with all their might. They do everything in their power to get it. But... The thing is, you come to Christianity and it just looks as if it's just Christianity. And I, God has saved me, so that's fine. I'll just make heaven. You understand? I, I beg. I don't have to bother myself with the earth here. So there is no effort put in. There's little effort. You say prayer meeting like that, you just see many believers are not there. You know, you see the other things. But I want to take you through some texts of scripture that should help correct this notion in your head. Right? We've already seen that we're ordained unto good works. There's an expectation of us. But look at some other texts. For example, Luke chapter 18, verse 1. And he spoke a parable unto them to this end that men ought, ought to pray always and not to faint. So, in other words, he's saying what? Jesus said that men always ought to what? Pray and not to what? Faint. Or the word is give up. In other words, he's saying that we know you'll be tired, but the, you, the same way you are pursuing money and you don't give up, the same way you pursue academics and you don't give up, the same way you are pursuing one girl and you don't give up, this is the same way you should pursue <laughs> or pursue, you get, uh, the spiritual things. Pursue prayer. Pursue results in prayer. You pray and you don't give up. You are consistent, you are persistent, you keep praying about it, keep praying about it, keep praying about it. You don't stop till you see the results. And this is what is lacking in many people. That thing, that grit of saying, I'm going to do this till I see results. I'm going to study on healing until I see results. I'm going to study on this till I see results. I'm going to practice this. My pastor said I can raise the dead and I go and I begin to lay hands on people who are dead or command them until I see results. Many times you just heard you can heal the sick you go home i pray for one sick person it doesn't work you say i beg it doesn't work and you just roll over and say you know this or that or something bad happened you say god is not alive there's no god you know there's just this idea 
<laughs> of zero grind for believers, like zero, zero, zero grind. But the same person would have been at work the whole day just so he can collect 80,000 at the end of the month. You would have been left your house from maybe 6 a.m. and you would have come back to your house like 9 p.m. just to collect 100,000. Yet, when it comes to the things of God, you're lax. You're not fervent. You're not, you know, I'm just saying, look, the principles that make you succeed in natural life are the same principles that will make you succeed in your Christian life. It's the truth. And that is why, let me say this, people who are disciplined in their natural lives and, and see the value of Christianity and bring that discipline into Christianity succeed also. Yes, I once heard, I think, was it Womack say something about how athletes and soldiers, I think, you know, was it Womack or someone else? He said that athletes and soldiers in the Christian faith do very well. Why? Because they've already been disciplined. Their minds already have this approach towards there's this mindset they have towards life, which is discipline, discipline, consistent. Nothing is easy. So they come to Christian life and they don't expect that it's going to be easy. Right? In fact, anything they are told to do, they tell them, pray three hours. They'll do it. They won't complain about how they are feeling. Because life, many times, you know, you are reading. Do you like reading? Do you enjoy reading? No, you don't enjoy reading. Obviously, you don't enjoy reading school books. Wouldn't you feel tired? Yes, but you are still reading, you are still going. Do you enjoy um, commuting to work every day and all that stuff? No, but you get up in the morning because you have to go so you don't get fired. You just keep on doing things. Many times in life, we do things that we don't like doing so we can see results that others will not see. It doesn't have anything to do with your feelings. But you see, the average Christian, the way I feel is the way I go. The way I feel is the way I go. Becoming very unreliable. I don't feel like praying, so I don't pray. I don't feel like winning so I don't win so I don't feel like reading my Bible. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel I don't you just live in your feelings. And that's why you don't see results. But other areas you are seeing results. You some people like this say go on Instagram, go on their go into their um WhatsApp stories, go into I mean Clubhouse now has come out. People will be on Clubhouse. They do everything they can do, right? Just to sell something. You see how they are always selling, they are pushing their products. You know, they went, they had to go and learn Instagram branding. They went to learn uh, how to use Facebook ads. They they went to learn all these things, social media marketing. They learned and learned, you know, content creation. They learned everything just so they could push their brand and succeed and make sales. You get and make money. Because the value is in money. So which says that when you don't really value what you value, you go after. What you value, you grind consistently for. You see that? There's a grinding in Christianity. There's, the, there's hard work. There's work ethics. To work hard, you know, to labor, you know, to be fervent. So if you're not seeing results in the Christian life, it's because you're not laboring. See some other texts that should help us. Look at... Um, Philippians 2 verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed in my, not in my presence only, but now more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You work it out. You have been saved, but there's something to work out. Do you understand? Work out is like picking, you know, you take dumbbells and you, you lift them. You don't see any results at first when you lift dumbbells, right? You know, it's called uh, resistance training. You don't see any result, but as you keep on lifting and going every day and lifting, after a while, you start noticing the difference. After weeks, after months, you start noticing that you're much stronger, you know, and all that stuff. So he's saying your salvation, if you want to see the result, the product of your salvation, work it out. Work it out with reverence. You work it out. There's a work, there's a workout that you have to actually put into, you know, your salvation. You have to work out. You can't just sit down there and relax. You know, everything by salvation, you now have potential right? The spirit inside of you has so much potential. But potential not put to work is nothing. You have to put the work in. You have to put the work in. You have to put the prayers in. Yes, you can't compare yourself to some certain Christians who you hear this guy is praying three hours a day. 
or four hours a day, right? Then you see the guy just come and raise the dead. You see him tell cripples to walk. You see him cast out devils fearlessly and everything. You understand? And then you just say nothing. But, you know, I'm not saying that that's the requirement. I'm just saying that when you see a Christian who is like an alpha believer who is doing things like that crazily, or you see a believer who is spending time with the word, spends an hour or two with the Bible, is listening to the teachings of God's word, sermons consistently, playing in the car, playing everywhere. He's, you know, he's so feasting on God and that guy is fearless. That guy or that girl is, is on fire. You are not doing those things, but you want the results. How does that work? No. You, you have to put in the work. Do you get what I'm saying? There's the confession of God's word. Are, are you putting the work in? That's the question. Are you putting the work in? There's work. Because, you know, to put the work in, you must see the value. Everyone sees the value of money, of living healthy, you want to live long, you know, or a strong body, or, so, or, or succeeding in academics and other areas. You see the value. But you see, this has eternal value. Well, you have to see the value first. What's the value of your Christian work? What's the value? Well, it's relationship with God, okay? And as relationship with God is, you are now God's partner, a code laborer with God. God is your father, you are his son. You want to please God with your actions, with your behavior. You understand? You want others to know about Jesus. You want to partner with God with the gospel. It requires labor. It requires fervency. Also, by faith, you know you can also have an advantage in life. By faith, you can actually keep the devil at bay and make sure that he does not just come and just, just hear someone, someone died in your family or sickness or disease and all those things. All those things require that you actually, there are benefits of salvation, but they require that you actually walk them out. Okay? Look at 2 Timothy, okay, Philippians 13 says, for it is God which works both in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Alright? He's the one that will actually work it out. He's the one who gives you the desire to do it. 2 Timothy 2 verse 3, Thou therefore endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. Are you seeing that? He says you must endure hardship. Verse 4, No man that was entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. So God has chosen us to be soldiers. Are you seeing that? God has chosen you. When you were born again, God became your Lord. And he enlisted you into his army. And you are meant to be a soldier. That is a hard soldier. In other words, God's goal is to train you to a point whereby you are a soldier where you're not ruled by your emotions, where you just go hard. You see that? It says, endure hardship. A soldier is one that endures. Hardship comes, but he's trained to weather himself against hardship and not budge. He's trained to push against hardship and not budge. So things are coming. You know, it's when you're a soldier, things happen in your life. Left, right, center, you lose your job, you lose this, someone dies, that one, that one, it doesn't move, it doesn't shake you. You know, Paul will say, none of these things move me. That's a soldier talking. Are you seeing that? That's a soldier who has grit, who has like, you know, that hustle mentality for Jesus, that grind mentality. That's someone that is tough, you know, thick. They always say that the entrepreneur, one of the things he must have, his skills, his resilience, toughness, you know, like a cockroach that can survive a nuclear blast. Regardless of whatever happens, he's pushing, he doesn't care, he's going forward. As life is hitting him, you know, weathering blows, he uses that as energy to push forward. That's how the Christian should be. <laughs> Are you seeing that? That's how the Christian should be. You know, look at what 1 Corinthians 9 verse says, verse 24. No, you know that they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain. Now I was saying you are supposed to run the Christian race as if you want to be first or as if you are going to obtain first position. 
Yes, because there are rewards in eternity. But I think the mindset you must have is this mindset of like of pushing, of going for excellence. Everything you do, do with all diligence, with all your heart. You put everything into it. That's the thing. If you follow God with all your hearts, you will put everything. You will put the time, the effort, wanting to learn. You know, you will seek to be disciplined. You will put everything into it. Yes. Because that's, this is the only thing that matters. Once you die, your body will not matter. How many six months you had will not matter. You know, other things you run for, all the money, billions of dollars you had will not matter. Nothing will matter. But this one thing will matter. You know, the, the way you express Jesus Christ to other people, the way you, you know, you're preaching to the gospel, your raising of disciples, it matters. This is actually what we understand, that we push for it. You understand? This is what we push for that we know that keeps us on fire keeps us praying keeps us coming to church keeps on us in submission to our pastors and all that so we understand there is value this is god it's about god it's not about us it is more valuable than silver and gold it's more valuable than all the money in this world it is the most valuable thing you can ever obtain see verse 25 all right, it says, and every man that strives for the mastery is self-controlled in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. Are you seeing this? So look at this. Every man that strives for mastery is self-controlled. In other words, they put themselves under to achieve things. Paul is literally saying what I'm saying. <laughs> are you seeing that? Obviously, I won't be saying it. the Bible is not saying it. So they strive for mastery. They have to be self-controlled. They have to say no to many things. They have to be disciplined and push for that thing that they want to actually achieve. They go for it regardless of the price, you know, that it will take them. It says they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. So for them, that thing that they are going for, that job position they are going for, they are reading and burning midnight oil, that academic position they are going for, is corruptible. It will not stand the time of eternity. For many of those things, even here in time, they become useless very, very fast. They won't stand the test of time. But what we are doing says, but we are an incorruptible crown. You know, that was what we are running for. The way we are pushing and, and putting our effort and sweating to the gospel, it is for rewards, our rewards in eternity. The way we are going to live in eternity is determined by how we live in time, how we live for God, how we live for the gospel. So we are, we, the way they are self-controlled in all things, we must be self-controlled. We must put our bodies on that we must be, you know, we must push and make sure that we are disciplined, you get, to achieve these things it means that you can't just be given an excuse for why you can't come to church you can't just be given an excuse for why you did not pray no make a comparison with the natural would you give excuses to your lecturer in your exams of why you could not read your books no you wouldn't do that so don't do it in your Christian walk don't give excuse for why you could not preach the gospel don't give excuse for why you could not make disciples don't give excuse for why you could not submit don't give excuses and, and tell us why like, you're, how you're always late because you're always you know late for, for meetings. No, you put your body under. You control yourself because you understand that there's an incorruptible price. Look at verse 26. It says, I therefore so run, not as uncertain, so fight I, not as one that beats the air. In other words, I'm not doing this for nothing. I run certainly. I'm calculated. I'm thinking, look, there's a prize in front. I keep my mind on the prize. I keep my eye on the board and I keep going. Verse 27. He says, but I keep my body under. Are you seeing that? In other words, the same thing he says when he says that they are what? Temperate, self-controlled and other things. I keep my body under. Because my body said I bring it into subjection. Because see, your body does not want, doesn't like anything that, that is going to actually tell on it. 
Your body doesn't like to fast. Your body doesn't like to pray. Even in the natural, your body does not like anything good. Anything that's going to stress it, put strain on it, and exert any effort on it. It doesn't like it. Your body wants to be a couch potato. But it says, I, I keep my body under. I am self-controlled. I bring it. In other words, who will bring it? You will bring your body into subjection. You are the one that will say, no, I'm going to fast today. No, I'm going to pray. I feel tired. I feel sleepy, but I'm going to pray regardless. I'm going to wake up and pray. You see, it's you that is going to tell your body to do that. Nobody will tell it for you. You are the one that will tell your body, I refuse to be lazy. I'm going to read this Bible for one hour and nothing is going to stop it. Hell, come hell, come Hades. I will read it. Hell will have to freeze off for me to not read this Bible. I will read it. You see that? You force yourself. That's the point. You push. You don't say, I went to work. I did it. Yeah, you are tired. You come back. But you push. You force yourself because this is of more value than every other thing you are chasing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything we added unto you. We seek the kingdom first. We push. We should grind the hardest for the kingdom. You should. It's a sin. Let me put it like this. It's a sin for you to grind for something harder than you grind for the kingdom. The kingdom is your first grind. Every other thing is secondary. Are you seeing that? He says, Lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Castaway that just means I will lose rewards. I preach to others, others pay the price, I don't pay the price, then I will not lose rewards. No. I'm not going to lose rewards. Glory to God. Are you seeing that? There's, and it's all over the Bible. Second Timothy 2, 2 verse 15. Study. That word is put as will be diligent. Be diligent, grind to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You are, you are, you are going hard, you are going strong. Are you seeing that? Second Timothy 3, verse 2 of ye, ye and all that will live godly in Christ will what suffer persecution. Are you seeing that? And there are many more texts. Matthew 16, verse 24. Then just says to his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Colossians 4, verse 12. If Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, salutes you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers. Are you seeing that? He was laboring. His labor is work. You pray for people. It's work. The Christian life is work. It's not going to be an easy walk in the park. Don't expect that. Don't expect to see results when you are not putting the work. Don't expect to look up to God and say, God, you're not faithful when you're not putting the work. No, put in the work. God has already worked in you. You are his workmanship. Now you work out that salvation that he has put in you. That's when you begin to see Christian results. That's when you begin to see apostolic results, like the book of Acts. That's when you see it. Are you seeing that? <laughs> Glory to God. But it starts with the value that you have for this work all right so guys that is it for today i hope that this has caused you to think more and ponder and i hope this affects your christian work ethics maybe that's a better topic name all right so guys that is it god bless you share this with somebody help them to revive their christian life help them to see what it means to be a christian all right and god bless you as you do that have a wonderful day and bye-bye if this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my Instagram at pst.essien, pst.essien. Also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at MOG Podcast, then you can give to 0106-207-685. I'll say that again. 0106-207-685 GT Bank. God bless you.